What's going on, Vince? How are you doing, man? Good, going well. What's going on, uh, Lorenzo? Happy Tuesday to you as well. You too. So I uh, want to welcome everybody and our viewers to the uh, Loro Antonio Sports Talk podcast. I'm your host, Loro Antonio. Today, my guest for all three of the segments of the MLB and NFL and NBA segments for today. And every Tuesday, Vince says, my buddy here is my guest every Tuesdays on on the uh, Loro Antonio Sports Talk podcast. And we also feature our when we also are featured on Instagram Live on some days during the week. Today we're going to start off with the MLB show, followed by the NFL show, and then the NBA show. And on the MLB show today, we're going to preview what's in store for the Philadelphia Phillies, the New York Mets, and the Miami Marlins. But first things first, we know that Clayton Kershaw might not be ready for the for the season opener against the Diamondbacks. So if that were to be the case, you think Julio Urias takes Kershaw's spot in the rotation? Oh, man, that's a good question, bro, because here's the deal, man. Because I love Julio Urias. And I saw your tweet and a Facebook comment about you know, Julio Urias looking like Venezuela. Man, bro, I love his miles per hour. He threw 98. That's incredible by Urias. And he's young, by the way. Um, Yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't mind. I mean, I would rather him be in the bullpen, but I would not be shocked if he's in the rotation a little bit this year. But, you know, if that's the case, I don't mind it. I would rather be uh, – uh, you're asking me should Urias be in the in the rotation, right? Yeah, assuming if Kershaw's a left shoulder injury doesn't doesn't recover doesn't recover in time for opening day. Yes, I would. I would. I, I like I like bro, I like Urias. So, so yes, I would put him in the rotation. Go ahead. And then and then and then we can also make a foregone conclusion that if Kershaw doesn't make that opening day start, expect Walker Bueller to be the opening day starter. Yes, everybody. He's a damn good young pitcher. I love Walker Boiler. God, he reminds me of Earl Horschizer. What's that name? Earl Horschizer. Seriously, go ahead. Yeah, he kind of does when it comes to baseball and the, and the Dodgers and all that. We'll talk about that in just a moment here. But let's preview first First things first. Let's preview the 2019 season for the Miami Marlins. They have some former Dodgers like Curtis Granderson. They got Miguel Rojas and Recently, they got Sergio Romo to be the setup man, the Drew Stankin rider. But really, this Marlins team is going to be the worst team in baseball this year. Yeah, I'm looking at the I'm looking at the players right now. I mean, the only only player that I like from them it's just it's just um, you know, I mean, honestly, do the do they even do they looking at the roster? Do you see any stars on the Marlins right now in your opinion? Brian Anderson. Yeah, I mean, other than that, I don't know the rest of them. I, I, go ahead. Uh, I, I know. Follow. Yeah, the only one I know is probably Castro. But other than that, I mean, you're right. They might be the worst team in baseball, and and, and you, you're probably right. Probably right. And I, apparently, uh, Derek Jeter said they're contending. I don't know how they're contending. I mean, uh, I mean, if they win the division, I'll be stunned. But are you surprised about Jeter's comments right now? I mean, to me, I found that he, he's crazy right there. But go ahead. He is kind of crazy. I don't know what his reputation is down in Miami. Is it going to be? Is he going to be remembered as a good all-around man for the Miami Marlins, or not? Yeah, because I feel sorry for those fans, man. Because the Marlins was good with Staten, and it sucks for you know um, um, Josh Fernandez because he was a damn good pitcher. But it was a, it was a sorry for his death. But other than that, I mean, you know, I feel like when he traded Staten, he ruined the Miami fans, man. And plus, he traded Yelich. 
I'm like, what are you doing? I want those fans to be happy. Don't you feel the same way? Go ahead. Yeah, I kind of feel the same way too, you know. But really, I think uh, I think I, I from the Marlins' perspective, I I kind of I kind of look at in their perspective and talk about uh, what what needs what has gone wrong for the Marlins since trading Stanton, trading trading Yelich. This Marlins team hasn't been the same. Yeah, they need stars in his team, uh, more stars in his team, bro. Because if they don't have any barely stars, the fans won't go to the games. I mean, uh, it's, it's that simple. I, I know it's a cool part to go to, but they, they need stars in Miami right now because I feel for those fans, man. Because they have, like, like I said, they have Staten, they have Fernandez, but you know, I mean, I, uh, bro, I feel for the fans. And you know what? At this point, I would not fire Mattingly because what do you expect him to do with this roster? Go ahead. He's just there to be a vocal, a vocal guy for this uh, rebuild Marlins team. Yeah, and, and you know if they fire Medley, this, this doesn't make sense because this, that, this is not a good roster for him, in my opinion. I mean, is that fair to say? Is that fair to say, in your opinion? Yeah, but I expect the Marlins to keep Don Mattingly as the manager. Yeah, me too. I feel the same way. I, I mean, I would because I don't know what what do you expect him to do with with this team. But go ahead. So now the dumbest offseason move for the Marlins was obviously trading away JT Real Muto, but they got good leverage in return and getting Jorge Arflalo in return. Yeah, I mean, I mean, and also don't forget they they got that top prospect from the Phillies as well. I mean, um, what's his name? Um, um, Bixto uh, Sanchez. Yes, yes. I'm hearing we don't know yet. He's just a prospect. I'm hearing he could be the next Pedro Martinez. Who knows? We'll see about that. I could be a steal. They could be a steal. But other than that, I mean, listen, man, they traded J.T. Miramoto. Yeah, that was the dumbest move. But, I mean, you know what? I want your opinion on this. When they traded J.T. Miramoto, did that tell you, like, okay, Marlins, I, I, you, when you saw that move, that's pretty much that they're tanking in a way, in, in, in your opinion, right? In, in a yeah, way, right? They're tanking. And I think the fire cell that Derek Jeter had is complete. Yeah, I mean, that, that sucks, man. But you know what? Hey, tanking sometimes works. I mean, look at the Astros, right? I mean, they tanked for uh, some time, and they got better players. Look at what? Look at that. They got a more series out of it. So, I mean, does tanking work in a way? It, it does. It does. So, I mean, but you know what? Hey, I agree with you, my man. Uh, I think it was a bad move to trade JT Miramoto. But you know what? I'm just hoping that Jeter is successful for the Marlins because if he does not get stars in Miami, that's his fault. I think, I think it's a failure if the Marlins are not, you know, in the playoffs in about four or five years. Because, because remember, I think they're going to regret trading Stanton and J.T. Realmuto. Do you agree with that? Yeah, trading Stanton and Realmuto had to happen in order for them to rebuild. So, so I think the direction that the Marlins were going in might be a, the smartest decision. So, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Their bullpen is not that bad. The problem is, can the team hit? That's 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 that's, that's the problem. So we'll, we'll see about that. And it sucks for them, man, because their pitching rotation. Do you like their pitching rotation, or do you think it's okay? It's okay, but it's not great. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's not. It's, it's uh, that's why that's the main thing. So hopefully, Sister Sanchez is the real deal. But yeah, we'll see about that, man. I'm hoping for the best for the mom because I care for those fans over there, bro. bro. I want them to be great, but it's looking like they're gonna take. But go ahead. Yeah, so that being said, I'll tell you my breakout player for the Miami Marlins this year is Luis Brinson. Luis Brinson. My breakout 
for the Marlins is going to be, I'm going to pick, excuse me, I'm going to pick, I'm going to pick the guy, yeah, I'll pick the guy you just said, because I barely know one of the one of the um, Marlins uh, rosters, so I'll pick the, the guy you, you said. Go ahead. So now the lineup for the Marlins I have is uh, I have Starlin Castro leading off, then Curtis Granderson hitting second. Hitting third is Martin Prado at third base. Batting fourth is the right fielder, Brian Anderson. Hitting fifth is the first baseman, Neil Walker. Hitting sixth is the catcher, Jorge Arflalo. Batting seventh is the shortstop, J.T. Riddle. And hitting eighth is the center fielder, Lewis Brinson. Yeah, I agree with that lineup. Uh, I, yeah, I, I, I'm going to stay the same way because, I mean, I'm, I'm not really good at making lineups, bro, bro. But I agree with that lineup. I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, wait, who do you say is going to lead off? Uh, Starlin Castro. Yeah, he's a second baseman, right? Yes, he is. Second baseman, yes. Uh, yeah, I agree with that lineup, man. I'm, I'm going to go with yours. Yeah, for sure. So now let's break down the New York Mets. So really their big offseason move was they got Robbie Cano. Edwin yes. Diaz is a guy that's going to help stabilize the bullpen. Edwin Diaz is expected to be the closer. And they got Jairus Familia back. You know what? I like this uh, Mets GM. And I think he did a phenomenal job in the offseason, in my opinion. I mean, they still got the – in my opinion, you can argue they might have the second best pitching in the NL East. I mean, the best, the best one is probably the Nationals, but – I mean, if you really look at it, the Mets are actually not, are not going to be as bad as people would think in the NL East because they got DeGrom. I mean, he won the um, Cy Young last year, right? Am I correct? Yeah, he did. So, I mean, if their pitching rotation is really good, in my opinion. If single guard is healthy, if he's healthy, the Mets are actually not that bad. I mean, I mean, in my opinion, they're, I mean, you know, like you said, I would not be shocked if you said you said the Nationals are going to win the division still. But I would not be shocked if the Mets does because I like the, I like the rotation book, bro. Is can the lineup score enough runs? Do you think they can score enough runs to win to win to win uh, games in the NL East? I mean, what do you think? Maybe so, but I think the NL East will now be to be between the Phillies and the Braves. Ooh! Oh yeah, I forgot about the Braves. So I keep forgetting. I keep forgetting they're in that division. Uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, you know, you, you know. I mean, they, they didn't make any dumbest moves in my in your opinion, right? Yeah, the Mets got Lowry, but with the Mets. I think the dumbest move was trading away Jay Bruce. Yeah, I mean, I would agree with that. That, that, that. that sounds fair enough. I mean, yeah, I agree with that. Go ahead. And then my breakout players for the Mets this year are Michael Conforto and Brandon Nemo. Mine is Robinson Cano. And I'm going to go with – I'm going to go with um, – uh, uh, I'm going to go with – is Cespedes? Yeah, I'm going to go Cespedes. Cespedes is not coming back until like August or something. Oh, damn. Oh, never mind. That's a bad pick by me, actually. Oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with. Uh, I'm going to go with. Uh, what about Frazier? Frazier? I don't think he's going to start. I expect Peter Alonso to start at first. So Frazier's going to call up the bench? He's going to call up the bench, right? Was that? Frazier? Frazier, is he going to come off the bench in a, in a way? Yeah, he will. So, yeah, probably. Comforto. So I'm going to pick a no, probably Comforto. So go ahead. So now my lineup for the Mets will look like this. Nemo leads off, and then hits second is Ahmed Rosario. Michael Conforto hits third. And then hitting fourth is Robbie Cano. Hitting fifth is the catcher, Wilson Ramos. Hitting sixth is the third baseman, Jed Lowry. Hitting seventh is the first baseman, Peter Alonzo. And hitting eighth is the center fielder, Juan Lagares. 
Um, yes, I, I, I agree with that lineup, man. Um, I, I think it's a really good lineup. I mean, that's probably the best lineup that I have. So, I mean, I, I agree with that lineup. And uh, how do you how do you like your line? Uh, how do you like their lineup? Um, I mean, do you expect them to? Get, I mean, with this Mets team, even even though they have a really good rotation, I mean, I mean, I'm asking you, Lorenzo. Do you think? I mean, honestly, can they score enough runs? I mean, I mean, to win it in the NL East. I know I asked that. Uh, I know I asked the same question, but do you do you think do you think they, they got the right players? I mean. I know Cano is really good, but do you think they got enough players to uh, to to win to win the division? Because I know I like the I love the rotation. I like it. But what do you think of their lineup? In your opinion, their lineup is pretty good. But I think when healthy, it's about the pitching and their rotation and bullpen is good when when they're one hundred percent healthy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, do you think their bullpen got much or a lot better? Yeah, their bullpen got a lot better now that since they got Edwin Diaz. Yeah, because I don't think Familia was really good at closing, but now maybe they may now maybe they finally got a really good closer. Because if you look at the Mets' history so far, they have a they haven't had a good closer since uh, uh, Bobby Wagner. Remember? So I mean, yeah, with Billy Wagner. Yeah, uh, Billy Wagner. So I mean, now maybe they got their best clo- closer since Billy Wagner. So we'll see what about that. I'm hoping he's a really good closer because Familia, Familia wasn't. So hopefully they got they found their closer. Hopefully, but, but yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so now that being said, now I'll uh, tell you, let's preview what's in store for the Philadelphia Phillies. So really the big, the biggest offseason move for the Phillies was adding Bryce Harper, then adding Gene Segura, and then adding Andrew McCutcheon, and then JT Realmuto. Yeah, no, no, uh, bro, bro uh, yes, yes, I agree with that. I think their biggest, biggest, biggest offseason greatness was getting Bryce Harper, getting JT Realmuto, getting McCutcheon, and uh, – you know, I was surprised, but maybe they're woody for next offseason. But you know, you know, you know. Correct me if I'm wrong, um, Lorenzo. I think this Phillies team kind of reminds me of 2000 and 2008 Phillies team because of the lineup. Because that Phillies team had a great lineup, but they had okay pitching. So, so remember their 2008 uh, rotation with Cole Hamels, Brett Myers, uh, Jimmy Moyer, and uh, Joe. Uh, Joe um, was it uh, Joe Blanton? That was an okay, okay rotation. The best, the best pitchers they had, obviously, was Hamels. But honestly, remember, remember that year when that when that year when they won the World Series, which by the way, that's when I moved to New Jersey. By the way, I moved to New Jersey instead of that's an eight. So maybe I brought them good luck anyway. But anyways, anyways, um, but no, remember the Phillies bullpen was really good in that year. Remember, so the Phillies bullpen got much better. Well, hopefully they get Carroll. So apparently, there's been reports that they don't want Carroll, but. I'm not gonna lie, Lorenzo. That this team kind of reminds me of the 2008 Phillies team. Do you agree with that? In a sense, what do you think? Kind of, but I think I think the Phillies. I think I think it's gonna be it's gonna be between them and the Braves to win the NL East. Yes. Yeah. If you have to bet your money, who would you bet on winning the East? The Phillies. Yeah. Yeah. That, but are you are you saying that if they add Craig Kimbrell or not adding Kim, Craig Kimbrell? I it, it, I think the Phillies win the division either way. If they add Craig Kimbrell or not, I do think the Phillies will add King Craig Kimbrell. If not, then I expect David Robertson to be the closer with Sir Anthony Dominguez as the setup man, and then Pat Nashek is the seventh inning guy. Yeah, bro, guys, watch out for the Phillies in NL East, guys. That that lineup is going to hit a lot of homers. Watch out! You know, I would not be shocked. 
I think Lorenzo is going to agree with me. Don't be shocked. And I would not be shocked if he had Harper for his breakout player of the year for the Phillies. I Listen, guys, if I'm you, if you're playing fantasy baseball, pick Harper for the for first pick for the Phillies because I think he, he might hit 50 or 40 bombers this year for the Phillies. What do you think, Lorenzo? I feel like he's going to have a breakout year for the Phillies. What do you think? I agree. I think he's going to be a 50-homer guy. And MVP, right? He, I, I, right now, he's favored to win MVP. Do you, do you agree with that? Yeah, but I think Corey Seager will get some first-place votes for MVP. But really, I think Bryce Harper should be the favorite to win the National League MVP. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, so, sir. Um, when it comes to dumb moves, I didn't think the Phillies made any dumb offseason moves. But my breakout player on the Philadelphia Phillies is Reese Hoskins. Ooh. You know, my breakout player of the year is <laughs> – it's easy. I'm going Harper. And the other one, I'm going to go with – I'm going to go with this. What about McCutcheon? McCutcheon's not bad, but really watch out for the ace of the Phillies, Aaron Nola. Yeah, yeah, I, I think he's the next pretty much Hamels, Hamels in my in my opinion. Well, because I'm just saying that because uh, this there's a, this rotation kind of reminds me of the 2008 Phillies, and Hamel was an ace that year, by the way, everybody. And uh, but yes, yes, guys, watch out. I'm telling you, watch out for the Phillies. They're going to surprise people this year. Um, but yes, go. Do you, well, well, quick question, Lorenzo. Do you think? The Phillies could scare people in the playoffs, in your opinion? Do you think they can go all the way? Or do you think they might be the favorites to go to the World Series in about two years or one more year? When do you think they might go to the World Series? Two years? Maybe this year, surprisingly? When do you think, in your opinion? Maybe in a few years. I think the Dodgers will. I think the Dodgers are going to go to the World Series this year. Yeah, I, I would agree. I think we got the better Bill Pitt and the better rotation and the better, and the better life. Well, do you think we got a better lineup in uh, – uh, uh, I'm sorry. Do you think we have a better lineup than Philly, in your opinion? What was it? Do you think the Dodgers have a better uh, better lineup uh, uh, than Philly, in your opinion? I think so. We've got the yeah, young I mean, pieces. Go and, uh, what was it? Yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, uh, people will pick the Phillies lineup over uh, over us. But that's on, on, on opinion. I, I get what they're saying because the Oscars and Harper – McCutcheon, but I got I got all that. But yeah, I agree. Go ahead. What were you saying? Let me go with my lineup for the Philadelphia Phillies. I have Gene Segura leading off, then Odubel Herrera hitting second, then Reese Hoskins hits third, Bryce Harper hits cleanup, JT Realmuto hits fifth, Andrew McCutcheon hits sixth, Matt Calfranco hits seventh, and Cesar Hernandez hits eighth. What do you think about this lineup that I have? McCutcheon number one, uh, two is Segura, three is Harper, four is Hoskins. Five is Riomoto, Riomoto. Six is Herrera. Seven is Franco. Eight is Kingery or Hernandez for second baseman. And the pitcher will obviously opening day will be Noah. How do you like that lineup? Do you, is that an okay lineup in your opinion? It's it's okay, but I'm gonna stick to my lineup that I predicted predicted with with Segura, Herrera, Hoskins, Harper, Riomoto, McCutcheon, Franco, and uh, Hernandez. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you believe that's gonna that's what's gonna happen? Do you think my lineup could happen as well? Which uh, do you do you think that's probably that's your lineup? Is, I'm sorry. Do you think your lineup is gonna happen for sure, or do you think it's probably gonna be different? Probably. I think my lineup will happen for sure. Okay. All right. I'm just asking. Go ahead. So now, with that being said, here, when it comes to the Dodgers the cactus game recaps, I think the Dodgers they really played well when I saw them again last week when they played the Padres and when they played the. Uh, when they played the uh, D-backs, both those games were losses. But really, the, the one on Sunday I really enjoyed because Alex Verdugo had a tremendous game. And expect him to be the starting left fielder for the Dodgers. 
Yeah, guys, I'm really, really looking forward to my Dodgers. Because when I was looking, the guys, everybody did well. Bellinger. Uh, who, who else did well in, in the Kansas League? Go ahead. Um, we, uh, I think, uh, who also did well? Uh, I think, uh, I think, uh, I think everybody did well on Sunday. Of course. Yeah, guys, and Urias, oh my God, his arm is unbelievable. Bro, 98 miles an hour? Holy crap. I love Urias. Guys, thank God. Thank God the Dodgers saved him. I, I thought they were going to trade him, but thank God we saved him, right? Yeah, after he had that major shoulder injury and that, and that Kershaw might start the year on the injured list because of, uh, because of a uh, of of a uh, of of, sh- of left shoulder inflammation on his throwing shoulder, which could happen. But if Kershaw were to not make that opening day start, expect Walker Bueller to be the opening day starter and Urias to make to, and Urias to take Kershaw's place in the rotation. Yeah, and everybody, we I think we are twenty one days away from opening day. Am I right, or is that twenty two days? You're all you're about right, my man. All right, guys. I can't wait, man, man. It's, 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 guy, it's baseball season. And, uh, man, I can't wait, man. I can't wait. It's going to look, it's going to look exciting, my man. Look like you're going, Lorenzo. It's going to be very exciting for sure. And then tomorrow, the Dodgers play the, uh, Cleveland Indians and then they play the Angels Thursday. And then on Friday, they play the, uh, and then on Friday, they play, um, Friday, they play the Royals. And then Saturday, they play Seattle. And then Sunday, the Colorado Rockies. But, should be a lot of good games coming up for the Dodgers this upcoming spring. Yes, I can't wait for that. One, one, one more quick question before we go, before we end this podcast. And we'll go, go throughout. I got one question for you. Now, Philly fans, they're thinking, and listen, listen I hope you're right with the Angels signing. I, I want them to sign for a $400 million deal. But Philly, Philly fans think, and I want you to tell the Philly fans first, Philly fans are thinking they're getting Mike Trout in about two years. And I get all that because Mike Trout's from Philly. He's a Phillies fan. He's an Eagles fan. And he's all Philly. Now Philly fans are thinking they're going to get him. Now, do you do you? Do you I, I I don't blame him. I don't blame him. I mean, obviously Hopper said he talked to Mike Trout about you know staying in uh, about you know signing with Philly and all that stuff. But do you think is there's a very possibility that Mike Trout might leave the Angels to go to the Philadelphia Phillies? Do I don't think. think so. I think Mike Trout will remain an Angel for life because I think Mike Trout really likes the Angels. He loves Southern California, and I think he wants to end his career with the Angels. I hope so, because Philly fans are, think, are thinking they're, they're getting them in two years. This, this, this is, you know, go ahead. But they're not. Okay. Well, yeah, and we'll quit before we go. And, guys, for example, see, see what happens? See, Dodger fans thought they were getting Arnado, and he got signed. Philly fans, and I get it. Mike Tom might be a Philly fan, but you know, what, you know what's the difference, Lorenzo? Money, money is the difference, right? Go ahead. It is, money's the difference. But my final MLB thought is, or almost there at opening day, around less than 20, 20 days to go until opening day begins. Yes, sir. And also, yes or no? Here we go, Lorenzo. Yes or no? Will Kershaw start on opening day? What's your guess? The expectation is yes, but if not, then expect Walker Bueller to be the opening day starter. Okay. So what's your bet? Yeah. So yeah, if you had to guess, yes or no, probably. What's your guess? Well, maybe yes. We'll see. I just want to wait and see how the week how the weeks go by. Yeah, I'm gonna go with that fifty fifty like you are. We'll, we'll see what happens about twenty twenty one days. But thank you, Lorenzo, and uh, we're gonna go ahead. Keep going. So with that being said, we're not done yet, Vince. We're gonna take a quick break, and when we come back, we're gonna talk about the NFL and then about the NBA. Let's go. Let's do it. <laughs> 